Good morning. Welcome to the Daily Audio Prayer. This is Sean Odenhall, and we are here today to pray. I'm blessed to be here with you, and today we are going to be praying with John Calvin um, as he sought the Lord and encourages us to seek true holiness and to surrender ourselves to our God. And then we will continue to pray through as we take a slow walk through the book of Ephesians and pray through that book. So let's begin as we come before the Lord seeking true holiness and may we make these prayers very personal and and examine our hearts. I know I need to examine my heart and and uh, seek after holiness in a greater way by drawing near to God. It begins in Zephaniah 3, 1 through 5, as a reference, Woe to her that is filthy and polluted, to the oppressing city. She obeyed not the voice, she received not correction, she trusted not in their Lord. She drew not near to her God. Her princes within her are roaring lions. Her judges are evening wolves. They gnaw not the bones till the morrow. Her prophets are light and treacherous persons. Her priests have polluted the sanctuary and they have done violence to the law. The just Lord is in the midst thereof. He will not do iniquity. Every morning he brings his judgment to light and he fails not, but the unjust knows no shame. Lord God, our almighty God, these words from Zephaniah could be put right into our world today, right now, for nothing has changed. So as we pray this prayer, Lord, may we ourselves personally look to ourselves and seek after true holiness ourselves, and seek to be consecrated to you and rid ourselves of the world that is in us, draw pulling us away. Grant almighty God that inasmuch as you have condescended to favor us with an honor so invaluable as to adopt us for a holy people to you and to separate us from the world, Grant that we may not close our eyes against the light of your truth by which you show us the way of salvation. But may we with true submission follow where you call us and never cast away the fear of your majesty nor mock you with frivolous ceremonies. But strive sincerely to devote ourselves wholly to God, wholly to you, and to cleanse ourselves from all defilements, not only of the flesh, but also of the spirit, that by thus seeking true holiness, we may aspire after and diligently labor for that heavenly perfection from which we are as yet far distant, And may we, in the meantime, relying on favor of your only begotten Son, lean on your mercy 
And while depending on it, may we ever grow up more and more into that true and perfect union reserved for us in heaven, when we shall be made partakers of your glory through Christ our Lord. And in so doing, grant Almighty God that as you have so often in such various ways testified formerly how much care and solicitude you have for the salvation of those who rely on call on you, grant that we at this day may experience the same. And though your face is justly hid from us, may we yet never hesitate to flee to you since you have made a covenant with us through your Son, which is founded in your infinite mercy. Grant then that we, being humbled in true penitence, may so surrender ourselves to your Son that we may be led to you and find you to be no less a father to us than to the faithful of old, as you everywhere testified to us in your word until at length, being free from all troubles and dangers, we come to that blessed rest that your son has purchased for us by his own blood. And we pray also grant to us, almighty God, that as we cease not continually to provoke your anger against us, May we at length return to you and that everyone may so examine his life that being prostrate under a sense of your wrath, we may betake ourselves to the only true remedy, even to implore you and to seek forgiveness. And to do, do thou also so graciously meet us that we may ensure faith, call on you. And in the meantime, find really by experience that our prayers are never in vain until we shall at length have a perfect enjoyment of your mercy in your celestial kingdom. And Lord, we thank you for the book of Ephesians, the letter of Ephesians, and guide us now as we pray through that we may see things in our lives that that would speak to us directly, Lord. Humble us, Lord, through this reading of your holy word. Ephesians 1, 15 through 23. For this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love to all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you when I remember you in my prayers. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you spiritual wisdom and revelation in your growing knowledge of him since the eyes of your heart have been enlightened so that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what is the wealth of his glorious inheritance in the saints and what is the incomparable greatness of his power toward us who believe as displayed in the exercise of his immense strength. This power that he exercised in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And God put all things under Christ's feet, and he gave him to the church as head over all things. Now the church is his body, the fullness of him, 
who fills all in all. Gracious Father, as we read your word, we see how thankful Paul was when he saw believers growing in the knowledge of you. So we pray that you will install still this in our hearts. For we too, I do, Lord, all of us that are here together, praying together, we want our heart to overflow with thanks when we see our brothers and sisters drawing closer to you. Lord, may we be excited and, and desire to see not only believers drawing closer, but that we would want sincerely to see unbelievers come to you, Lord. How guilty I am, Lord. I know myself, Lord, of being cold-hearted. Lord, I confess that before you. Lord, that we do walk away from situations and from people that we know that are desperately needing God in their lives and we walk away waiting for somebody else to do it, Lord. Forgive us for that. Lord, we pray for our church. We ask that you would give them the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that they may know you more. We ask that you will fill them with desire for your words so that their hearts might be softened, mended, encouraged, and overflowing in love for you. We pray that you might shine light into their hearts that they may be blessed by the hope you have called them to. What a glorious eternity we have in front of us. Give them grace to comprehend that you, O oh God, are our inheritance. And incredibly, we are your inheritance too. We ask that they might know your incomparable power in their lives. Even as your great power and strength raise Christ from the dead, work in our hearts and lives. Transform each one of us so that we might bring glory to your name. We ask all of this in the loving, patient, precious name of Jesus, our Lord, our Savior, who was raised from the dead, who lives forever in eternity, and who will come back to judge the living and the dead. We thank you, Lord, that nothing goes before you that is hidden from your eyes. And Lord, we plead for our country, Lord, and for this world, Lord, that is daily turning away, Lord, and sin is, is increasing and rampant, Lord. We pray, Father, for revival in our country. We pray that churches and Christians, that we all would repent daily, Lord, that we would repent of our sins and watch and see the hand of the Lord moving and be open vessels and be available, Lord. We thank you for all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you, everyone, for being here this beautiful day that the Lord's given us. I pray that you take time and um, look at these, uh, re-listen re or look at, read uh, the words in Ephesians and um, meditate on those sometime today. And look forward to being with you tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye-bye.